0: Hello, Soul family. If you are listening to this, we have found each other. And I am so grateful to be in your presence. Today, I want to talk about signs that you may have abandonment issues. And maybe some of the signs is how they play out in your life. Um, and I want to first start off by talking about the start of abandonment issues and most of the time they come from 99% of the time if not a hundred percent of the time they come from your childhood some type of trauma you had in your childhood with someone you really cared about whether it's a parental figure or someone who was just important to you either abandoned you emotionally physically uh abandoned abandon you or they passed away they left and you felt like they left you behind um, so there are many and many and multiple ways that they could have started, but in your adult life, we're going to talk about the ways in which they play out and some of the signs that you maybe can recognize to know if you have a issues, issue. So you can start to go and dig in those crates and really see why and start to work on them and heal them so you can stop projecting and mirroring things that actually hurt you. So let's get right into it. Um, the first one is you attract people who are quick to leave you or you're quick to leave because you're actually mirroring something that was done to you. So in my life, I always used to ask myself, why do people come into my life and leave? They just come, they leave, they come, they leave, they come, they leave. If I have friends listening to this, they've heard me say this multiple times. And I didn't understand until very recently that I was playing out my abandonment issues by attracting people who would eventually abandon me. I wasn't getting the signs. I wasn't recognizing the signs that I had abandonment issues. So there would be people who I would absolutely love and they would just go away. And I was acting like a victim and not understanding. And now I know that until I healed those deep rooted issues, of abandonment in me I will constantly attract people who go away or I have been the one who left I have so many friends who understand and know that T will just leave for a couple of weeks a couple of months maybe even a couple of years and she'll come back and let's just act like nothing happened because that's just what she does so I'm I'm giving off the abandonment that I so desperately do not want in my life, so that's one that's one way to to know that you have abandonment issues um two is you attract emotionally unavailable partners you attract people to you that are not giving you any of the things you said you wanted in a partner, and we all got some type of list, whether it's a real long one or a short one, but you attract people who are void of the most important things the people who don't call or the people who hear a tone in your voice and don't acknowledge that there may be something wrong or just any, any type of way to where you feel validated. They, they cannot give that to you because they don't have the emotional capacity because you pick somebody who wouldn't give you that. Three, you tend to be a fixer in your relationships. Because you had a household that needed to be fixed most of the time. Most of the time, it, it, it doesn't have to be a shitty household. You don't have to be poor. You didn't have to be poor. You didn't have to be any of these things. It just could have been a household that needed to be fixed, whether it was emotionally where people didn't talk about their problems or it was too emotional where everybody talked about everything, but they screamed about it. Um, so when you get older, you feel the need to keep things together. Because as a kid, you couldn't keep it together. You was a kid. You didn't know. You're like, maybe if I could just do this thing, my mother would stop yelling like that. Or maybe if I do this thing, my father would come home on the weekend. So certain things like that we start to play out and try to fix. And it could be emotionally you try to fix somebody. You see the, the broken wound in them. Like I attracted so many broken winged, fucking birds in my life <laughs> that is not even funny. You know, or you could be somebody who financially needs to fix someone. Like, oh, this person, if they just if I just help them out financially, if I just put them on, then we gonna be good. Or somebody that you you see the the wombs in you in them, so you like well if I fix their wombs then we be we gonna be good. So it's like you just constantly are seeking out things to repair. In your relationship, never really noticing that when you repair one thing, there's going to be another one and you repair that one there's going to be another one because you've gotten into a relationship that's out of alignment because that person was never available to you anyway. And you're trying to give them all the things that they don't have. Four, you become easily attached and codependent out of fear of being rejected of love. So... A lot of us know how to give love or sometimes we overly give love. But when somebody tries to give it back to us, we reject it. And that plays out in a way of like if somebody, if you can't take a compliment, if somebody walks up to you and you say, you're so beautiful. You're like, oh, am I really? Or, oh my God, you're a genius. And you're like, no, I'm not, I'm not really that smart. I just knew that one thing. That is a way of you rejecting love. And that is a way that you are playing out abandonment issues. And also when you get into relationships with, and this is when I say relationships, a relationship could be with somebody who you're intimate with. It could be your best friend. It could be your children. It can be the lady up the street who you talk to every day at the gas station. That's a relationship. So if you, when you get into those one-sided relationships where you're the only one tending to the ember in the fire, it that fire is going to eventually blow, blow that smoke right back in your face. You know, if you're getting into a relationship and it's chaotic, it's almost like you all have to always say like burn a house down just to redecorate. If, if, if it's emotionally damaging, if you get into a situation and you're just longing for something that you are not getting, then you need to recognize that you're you're trying, you, you're, you're addicted to fixing the situation. Instead of getting in a situation that will cultivate you and, and, and you can co-create with someone and the things that you both want, you can gather those things and bring them and make an energy together you're the only one feeding the fire you're the only one giving the energy so that's that's a way that you could be in a in an, uh, having playing out your abandonment issues with codependency and that goes right that leads actually into number 5 which is you feel unworthy of receiving love and that play like it just play it plays out and you don't think that the person that you actually want that you're good enough for them. So you attract people who are less than. And I hate to say that. I'm, I want to find another way to say that. But it's like we just going to go with it right now. Because you. we all know we've been in that situation. When we attracted somebody who we was better than. That's just what it is. Like we've attracted somebody who who they couldn't get their shit together. If you gave them the blueprint. But we've attracted that person in our life. Or we know that they won't challenge... You may be a person where you get with somebody that you know won't challenge you in a way. So it's like that is being... That is a way that you have set yourself up to receive the level of love that you're comfortable with. And when you get with somebody who will give you too much you run away like whoa 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 I didn't ask I didn't ask for I didn't ask for you to think that I was um on this pedestal I didn't ask for you to think I was this delightful person because it's like you look at that person who was who who was giving you the love like they're crazy like you don't see this shit show in front of you what's wrong with you you start sad eyeing them. so that's another way um number six you don't feel safe in your body And this can play out in a lot of ways. Um, A lot of the time, a lot of people are, I didn't even recognize this as this what it was, but I have done this a lot of my years in my life where I was not in my body, which is why I felt numb to emotions and sometimes physical um, sensations. I couldn't feel anything. So it's like I, I, I abandoned my own body because The emotions that were coming at me, I didn't understand them and they were too much. It also could play out as being really tense. You're tense and you notice your shoulders are pulled forward a lot. Just take a a second right now and see where your shoulders are. Pull them back because they probably are pulled forward. And when you pull your your chest forward and sink your heart in, you're really protecting your heart. That's what you're doing when you do that. When you're in close contact with somebody and you're so rigid you could literally go through a window and not get cut by glass because you're just that hard, you're that rigid, you're that tense, that you just don't you don't feel any you can't feel it. So or when you're around somebody you notice you're holding your breath. I notice a lot some a lot of times with when um how it plays out with me sometimes if I call people and I, I feel some type of way if somebody doesn't answer the phone, I I'll, I instantly feel rejected. Even if that person could be in the shower, that person could be, who knows, sleep, whatever. It has nothing to do with them. It's, it's my own projected and my own feelings. But if I call somebody, I literally hold my breath, hoping they answer the phone. Because it takes a lot for me to reach out because of my abandonment issues so that is another way that it could play out so when you feel like you're holding your breath m- make sure you're breathing deeply that can change your life a lot of us are breathing very shallow a lot of us are breathing out of our chest when you lay down and you see your chest rising you're, you're not breathing in the correct way you're supposed to be breathing from your, your stomach, breathing from your belly, breathing from your diaphragm and breathing really deeply. And so sometimes that's all you need to calm you down. If you're breathing really shallow, then you're going to be anxious because your your brain and your body is not getting enough oxygen. So it's in fight or flight mode all the time. So just learn. We'll go into that in another episode, breath work and taking taking in deep breaths and and learning how to calm ourselves down Um when you get in these situations, because just because we recognize that we're in these, that I have abandonment issues, does not mean my abandonment issues are gone. Oh, I recognize it. I, I I did a little shadow work and it's gone. No, it will be there. It is ingrained in you and you just have to learn how to recognize it and not let it control how you relate in your relationships. Okay, let's go to number seven. Number seven is you are people, please. Because you don't want to be denied or rejected love. So you just go with the flow. If you are one of those people that I just like to go with the flow and let everything. There's one thing is to be flowing with life in life. But there's another thing to flow and be actually bending your wheel to someone else. So they won't be mad at you. So they won't be upset at you. So they won't leave you. Which is the big one. I don't want to say that I don't like when you talk to me this way because I'm scared you'll get upset and you'll leave. I don't want to say that I don't like when you do these things. I don't want to say that I need you to be attentive because that's just what I would like because I'm scared I'll scare you. I'm scared I'll scare you off. So you're now not being true to yourself and you're not paying attention to your to your needs because you're scared that this other person who's already not giving you what you need will go that don't I know it don't make no sense logically but that's how we do and if you recognize that you'll start to see when you start playing those things out you'll start to see if you when you attracted that person and that person can not give anything to you that you want and your your throat chakra will start getting tight just start closing up and like, oh, but I, I but I recognize them and I, I did that. And I'm you start making excuses as to why you are not worthy of the things, that, the small things most likely that you deserve. So just recognize that. Number eight, you think anyone good you meet will leave you and good is in quotation marks because good is sub- subjective good could just mean you know this person most of the time when we think somebody is good we see something in them that we think we lack so with me i feel like oh if i see somebody who is super structured when it comes to like um i've always attracted a lot of virgos because virgos can make a list they can like I remember I went over to my friend's house and I woke up one day and they were on, like, they had a spreadsheet going. And I'm like, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, I'm just doing my monthly bills. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. <laughs> like, my stuff is literally written on, I mean, I've, I've gotten better. It's written on a, a blackboard, but like a lot of my things are just like piles of bills. Like, okay, I got to pay that. I got to do that. Okay. Okay. I don't, it's not structured in the way that I believe or I feel that would, would better serve what I think is, 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 um, somebody who has it together. So when, when you see somebody and you see something in them that you may think you lack now, all of a sudden you think they're a good person, those abandonment issues are going to kick in and they're going to kick in strong because now you're going to start doing things to keep this good person in your life. Because you think in your head, if they find out and figure out who you really are in the mess that you are, that they're going to leave. But the whole time, it's like, you really just, every. if you see it in them, please believe you have it in yourself. It, it really is just a you thing where you think that you lack something. You don't lack anything. If you saw it in somebody else, you wouldn't be able to recognize it if you didn't have it in you, good and bad. You wouldn't be able to recognize somebody was probably this guy walking up the street when I kill me. If you didn't know that maybe I, my, my I could kill somebody one day too. It works in the good and the bad. You don't recognize that somebody. This person really is is a love. They love life and they love these things. You wouldn't recognize that if you didn't love life and love things yourself. So that that's that's one of the ways, and I've I've seen that in my life multiple times where I've thought I've gotten a good person in my life. And I didn't want to ruin it, or I thought if they recognized who I really was that they would leave if they recognized the mess that i that I was, then they would they would definitely look down on me and they would go and they would go away and number nine, you fear being alone, so you force relationships to work, and on the op- on the polar sh- opposite end of that is you fear connection. Because you're thinking about the end before it begins, so you so you stay in hermit mode. So we go with the first one. First is how you. It, it depends on your stage in life. It depends on just how you how you play this out. But you could fear being alone, so you force relationships to work. And if you're forcing anything to work in life, you're gonna meet resistance. In a relationship, there sh- it really shouldn't be resistance. There can be hurdles and it can be things that you mirror lessons that you mirror each other and you all have to grow and transform from them but resistance no no if something you're resisting something you need to get the hell away from it and if you're forcing something you definitely need to get the hell away from it if you're cultivating the energy in the relationship and always trying to be the be the thing and be the all and make make it work I never did like that. That those words. Like, oh, we're going we to make it work. Fuck that shit. You shouldn't have to make anything work. It should just be flowing. It should just be working. It should just be going. You can add a little oomph to it to give it momentum. You can put your sauce on it to make it better. But you shouldn't be trying to make it work. If you try to make something work, it's broken. Let's just be real about that. So, some people get into relationships and they stay too long in a relationship you know that relationship ain't going nowhere but because of this fear (laughs) of of being by yourself or fear of failure in another relationship you stay way too long you know you should have been gone two years ago what are you doing you stay in that space because you you you're you're scared of change you're scared of of If you walk away, you don't want to be the one to abandon them. You don't, cause you know how it feels to be abandoned. So you're like, oh man, if I walk away from this person, it's going to make them feel like this. And I don't ever want to give them that feeling. You will literally tell them to leave you, leave me, please. You'll, you'll take on the abandonment pain before you want to give it out. That's not serving you in any kind of way. And also you can fear, you can fear the connection between somebody because of the abandonment issue. You'll, you'll start to say, well, if this relationship begins, it'll definitely be an end to it. And I don't want to feel how that pain is going to feel in the ending of the relationship. So I just won't even start in the first place. So I'm just going to be by myself. I'm just going to be alone. And that's another thing I want to get into. Like you can't, we can do all the work that we want to do and, and, and have to do on ourselves and all the shadow work and all the inner child work and all these things. But if you don't find a partner and a person to play these things out with, how the hell you going to know you healed? You're doing these things with no practice. So I understand how, especially when you get into your spirituality, how not easy it is to meet people that are on the same thing as you are because a lot of times when you do get into this spirituality stuff you kind of do go into hermit mode because you are un you are unmolding yourself and you are breaking things down and building them back up so sometimes we do need to go into solitude there's nothing wrong with solitude but where it becomes a problem is when you do not want to get into a relationship because you're fearful of abandonment that hasn't even happened yet you're fearful of getting into a relationship with someone because it's going to end when you haven't even started. You literally haven't even told this person you like them and you're already crying about them leaving. They don't even know you like them. <laughs> like, and I'm, I'm talking to me because I've done this so many times. So I know you done did it too. I know you, if you listen to you done did this too. We didn't all, we didn't all did some, some things that, you know, just as 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 our our, our logical brain would say, it don't that don't make sense? Why are we doing that? But those feelings and those traumas are so deep, rooted in our subconscious that our our aware self can see it clearly, and still play it out. So, just recognize the signs. That's the first thing. It's like a, it's like an AA meeting. <laughs> like, it's like, let's, let's make this a three, three, three meeting, a three, six, nine meeting to know like, okay, I recognize this. I'm aware of it now. Now we can move forward to, to, to stop the cycle because we're, we're just in a constant, we're in a loop. When you recognize you in a loop, it's, that's going to be one of the a major turns in your life like i think like, i'm in a loop hold on hold on now you, you recognize how to break that and snap out of that loop by doing even just doing one thing that you normally wouldn't do you are in a new timeline i have a hard time picking up the phone and calling somebody i'm interested in and i like because i'm scared that they won't answer the phone but now i do they gonna answer the phone or they not like and i know it sound that sounds like that that you we i us the collective should know that but it's not always the case it's, you know, especially when you have abandonment issues and fear of rejection and those two things go together a fear of rejection and abandonment issues to me go hand in hand so that's the end of that I just wanted to give y'all a couple of clear signs as how to recognize your abandonment issues and maybe the next episode we'll talk about and we'll go into how to start to heal those abandonment issues and, and start attract us uh, and stop attracting people who abandon us or for us to stop abandoning people that we love and ourselves, because it's, it's a mirror, you know, you you attract people who abandon you and you also give it out on the other end to someone else. Most likely that's how it's playing out. So I love you all from the bottom of my heart. And We'll talk soon.